0: Covenant Thursday. Today we're very, very blessed to have Sean Hakim with us. Sean doesn't really need an introduction. He was, he grew up here in the church. He moved to Orange County, so we're very thankful that he uh, came all the way up here on a weeknight to uh, bless us. Thank you, Wonderful. Um, yeah, happy Holy Week to everybody. Hope you guys are enjoying your time so far. Um, <clears throat> so this m- morning, uh, today's Wednesday, right? So this morning, um, there's two major events that were um, highlighted in the readings, okay? The, there's, the, the first one is Judas' betrayal, right? He's, he started scheming and started uh, betraying Jesus. The other one is um, St. Mary um, anointed the feet of Jesus with the oil, right? So we see here an example of extreme betrayal and extreme love, right? So there's this like idea of like, you got to make a choice. Which route are you going? Um, So at this point, it's already common knowledge to Christ himself that Judas has betrayed him and his days are numbered. He knows that his his time is ending. His ministry is ending. So, what does he do this this week, um, from from Palm Sunday to Good Friday? What's what's he doing? He's basically getting it, it all out all the most important things that he has to say, that he has to teach us, that he has to leave his example for us before he leaves. Think practically, if you were to. Um, I don't know, take over a, a role of some sort uh, at your work or wherever, and you know I have a week left, right? You're going to sit down with that person and figure out every single possible um, tribal knowledge that you need to know, right? Everything everything you need to learn because you know this person is leaving. So you need to take over and, and understand. So well, Jesus, knowing his days are numbered, he's like, well, let me just train you and let me show you the most important things you need to know before I leave, right? So let's now shift into what happens tomorrow, right? Tomorrow's Covenant Thursday. It's two major um, milestones that we know that uh, Christ established, right? Um, he washed the disciples' feet right before the Last Supper, right? Um there's something that's as I was preparing for this talk that something that really stood out to me that I don't think maybe it gets talked about enough or maybe maybe none of us realized it i didn't realize it till i was preparing for this he did, he watched the the feet of all 12 disciples who does that include judas he already knew that judas was betraying him right that's i think a big deal that right? That's, that's a big deal. He, he, he's already known that this betrayal has taken part. He still washes his feet. So what's he trying to show us there? In, in, we all know in the, in the washing of the feet, we talk about it often. It's basically love. He's talking about love. But I think, think the highlighting factor here is he's even, even loving Jesus, uh, Judas. So, again, we circle back from before what we said. He's trying to show us the most important messages before he leaves. So he's demonstrating what is this ultimate love. He's simply showing, telling us, he actually says it plainly, and he actually shows us very plainly, to love everyone, to love even those who hurt us, to love even those who betray us. Um, he didn't anybody hear him say or read in in your versions of the bible um did you did you hear any versions of the bible where it says well you better know folk that's you in english and coptic um you better know all of the hymns you better study your theology you better did he say that it doesn't really talk about that right it's really this week is all about love and in fact it's all about love, forgiveness, and that's really, if you read the message, actually, these new expositions are really awesome, right? They're, they're I don't know if you noticed, these are new versions of expositions. They're, they're really nicely written, and um, it, they talk about really well, right? We just, uh, the, one of the last couples was, it's not a big deal if you fall. It's that you need to rise, right? How do you do that without love and forgiveness? So, it says we have to love everybody. He even says this in the gospel. It's a it's a pretty famous um, uh, teaching that he has, where he says, "It's easy to love those who love you." Right? That's pretty easy, right? If somebody loves you. It's your family members, your friends. It's pretty easy to love them. It's not always easy to like them. Sometimes I don't know if that's the case with my kids, but um, but it's easy to love somebody who loves you, right? But what he's challenging us to do here is to love to love even those who hate you even those who you may disagree with um it's love is one of those things like Anybody disagree that, that love is not a good thing, not a good attribute or characteristic to live by, right? I don't think anybody would disagree. Oh no, love is not important, right? Or love, I I, I don't understand what, what does that mean to love, right? It's it's pretty simple, but yet, especially in this day and age, or I mean, not just but just always, it's something that's so simple yet we human beings find it so hard to love everybody, right? Um, imagine how our lives would be different in our personal lives, uh, nations going to war. I mean, if you really study history, it's, it's usually like a miscommunication. It's usually like, a, hey, I want that. That looks cool. Let me just take it. I don't care what these other people think or feel. Um, imagine how the world would be different or how history would be different if we just loved each other. So, remember, love is the first th- commandment, right? Now let's go through some examples. So, do I have to love somebody who's not Christian? Of course. Do I have to love somebody who's Muslim, who's Jewish, who's atheist? Uh, what about somebody who's struggling with their sexuality? What about somebody who's a murderer? How about somebody who kills me? Do I still have to love them? Of course. Of course. Um, and, you know, if you are a person here who struggles with your faith, your sexuality, drug addiction, alcohol, pornography, yes, God still loves you. God still loves you, right? People, people may treat you unfairly. And, you know, for that, you know, may God forgive them. But God still loves you, no matter what you do. Right? And, and again, it just said it in the, in the, the scriptures and in the uh, expositions that we just read. The fall is not important. It's, it's rising, right? So we all have our struggles. We all have our vices. We all have our issues that we have to work through. But if we keep our relationship with God, it's fine, right? Um, now, make, let me be clear, okay? It, it doesn't mean love doesn't necessarily, does not mean condone or enable or encourage, Um, ungodly behavior right you notice when jesus jesus you know dipped the bread with judas and said what you do go do quickly right and it was if i had to imagine it was a pretty stern and he probably gave him like a dirty look and was like like okay you know i'm i'm washing your feet i'm still i still love you if you want to change your mind i'm here for you but you know if you got to do it go do it quickly right he didn't enable him Right. And sometimes us as Christians, we get those confused, the love and enabling. We let people, um, you know, we just say whatever I'm going to forget. We enable people. That's not healthy either. He didn't say you could take my donkey. I'm not using it anymore. I I used it last week. I don't really need it anymore. It's brand new. He didn't say anything like that. Right. He didn't say he didn't say anything to like encourage him or anything like that. He just said, if you're going to do it, do do it quickly, right? He knows already what's going to happen. So he even said at the end, it would be better for him that was not born, right? He even said he was pretty clear, right? We know that God is both just and merciful, so he knew what that outcome was going to be, right? So, again, it's, it's important to differentiate, the you know, love and enabling. Love, I mean, in, in essence means I love you. I'm here for you. I'm, I'm waiting for you. I may not agree with you. I may not con- condone certain things, but I don't judge you. I don't fault you. I don't think of you di- any less of you than than myself I, I i love you no matter what and i'm always here for you right we as human beings we have a lot of struggles right and some are more visible than others and it's very easy for us to point the finger to somebody else and not really pay attention to our own struggles so and let's you know let's let's review i wanted to review a a couple of there's a there's a, a quote that I have here um, from. This is a very hard name to, to pronounce, but I'm going to try my best. Saint Syncletica. Did I say that right? Have you ever heard of her? Okay, she's from Alexandria. She's um uh, she's one of our people. So, um uh so um so she says, hate the illness, but not him who is ill. Right. I think it's pretty straightforward. Right. It's and that's a common thing. It's, it's hate hate the sickness, hate the sin, but don't hate the sinner, right? Um, from the from the book of Sirach, if a man does evil, it will roll back upon him, and he will not know where it came from. Mockery and abuse issue from the proud man, but vengeance lies in wait for him like a lion. Those who rejoice in the fall of the godly will be caught in a snare, and pain will consume them before the death. Anger and wrath; these are abominations, and the sinful man will possess them. So, why am I reading that? Is you know, usually when we struggle with love, and loving people unconditionally, right, and and loving people who may be different than us, um, why why do we why do we not love them, right? I, I think there's an element of we're angry, we're prideful. It's all kind of integrated in our minds that, well, we think less of this person. I think I'm better than this person. I'm, I know better. Well, this is, this is pretty clear. That anger, that pride is consuming you. So who ends up hurting? Do you think that person is going to think any, do anything different by you being angry at them? Nope, you're just hurting yourself. Another quote from St. John Chrysostom. It is not said merely forego wrath, but do not retain it in your mind. Do not think of it. Part with all your resentment. Do away the sore, for you suppose that you are paying your neighbor back the injury, but you are first tormenting yourself and setting up your rage as an executioner within yourself in every part and tearing up your own bowels. For what can be more wretched than a man perpetually angry? Right? So... Again, pretty, I think pretty clear. Right? You, you, you're just hurting yourself, right? Love, Christ-like love, is really what will raise us up and get us closer to God. Being angry, spiteful, or, or judgmental, you're just hurting yourself. It's not going to change anything by you being angry or judgmental to anybody else, right? Think of those. Have you ever seen those signs on the, on the freeway as you're driving? And it says, repent or you're going to hell anybody see those signs do you think somebody walking by that's known a sinful person was like that's a great point you're right i'm gonna change you think anybody's doing that probably not right That's not a very good approach right that that this like threatening and scaring and 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 anger that's not what jesus here is showing us here this week right quite the opposite right he's 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 literally dealing with people who are betraying him, who are stoning him, who uh, are um, whipping him, and then ultimately crucify him. And and on the cross, he says, "God forgive them, for they know not what they do." Right. So, the message here is is love, love no matter what. And again, let's let's be practical in our own lives. and And what does love look like? Unfortunately. Um, there's no uh, perfect answer to that, right? Love, if, for those of you familiar may be familiar, there's a, there's a common book that's called The Five Loves Languages. Basically, the, the gist of that is people receive love very differently. Some people like, there's various different types. I'm not going to go into that book, but there's various different types of love. So love is an emotion and it's something that somebody receives and feels and, and, and perceives. So what that person perceives is their truth and their love. So there's no like in this case add to and that's what I do. That's it's not there's no there's no lookup table for what you should do in under certain situations, right? You just have to love the person and have a relationship with that person, right? That's that's the most important thing. So as we conclude this holy week and be prepared for being at church for like the next 50 hours. So let's, let's remember that as we're, as we're chanting all these beautiful hymns. Let's not lose sight of the ultimate commandment and the ultimate example that the Lord has given us. And that is to love one another. And glory be to God forever.